Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast, our second off-season episode, really the first off-season episode, because last week we were just recapping the World Series and talking about the Rangers' historic championship run. So this is our first real off-season episode, diving into everything that we can expect to happen over the next couple of months before we get to uh, spring training of the 2024 season. We've got a lot to get through before we get to spring training. It's going to be a busy off-season. A lot of manager moves, a lot of free agent moves to happen. We got award season coming up. Uh, A lot of stuff going on around the baseball world. The season is over, but baseball is still happening very much. A lot of news around Major League Baseball. Trey, what do you think is the most surprising thing that you've seen happen in the last week in baseball, whether it's award nominees, uh, manager hirings, players opting out of contracts, whatever? I mean, it has to be the Cubs did it again. They did the same exact thing, how they got Joe Madden. They had a manager in place. They didn't fire him until they announced the hiring of their new manager, Ironic, a key piece of the World Series team that was managed by Joe Madden, now manager of these Cubs, you know, David Ross, basically learns out he's fired because the Cubs quickly signed their division rivals manager in Craig Council and make him the highest paid manager in baseball, outbidding Steve Cohen in the New York Mets. Yeah, that was definitely a big surprise. When I saw the news, I thought I had missed some earlier news about David Ross getting fired because, you know, we, we heard about the other manager openings this year the, with managers getting fired in San Francisco and, uh, and LA um, the angels, of course. Uh, but we'd never heard any news of David Ross getting fired. And then all of a sudden it's the, the Cubs have hired Craig council. And I was like, well, when, when did David Ross leave? But it was a really quick move by the Cubs. Uh, you got to feel for David Ross a little bit. I mean, he they, they didn't have a whole lot of success under him, but he's a, he's a great guy, and I think he has the potential to be a good manager. I'm sure he'll end up somewhere else. Uh, I don't know if it'll be this offseason or a year or two, but I'm sure he'll get another job somewhere. But yeah, Craig Council to the Cubs, huge, huge deal, both monetary-wise and it's just a really good move by the Cubs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they... You know, winning is cutthroat and getting one of the best managers in baseball and Craig Council, who has won with little, you know, in a mid-market team. Obviously, they had Yelich, but has won a lot with a little, is now appearing to be like going to a team that's going to spend money. Lots of it. And, yeah. you know, it's Chicago's acting like a big, big market team, and they should. And if you get a guy like Craig Council... Like you, you need to put a you know a roster together. We're going to talk about one player they probably need to re-sign, and in a moment, if they re-sign him, um, it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see what what Chicago does. And I think it's good for baseball if the Cubs are competitive. Definitely is, definitely. Uh, so that is probably the most surprising and one of the biggest news items that's happened over the last week. A uh, couple of other manager moves. I don't, I don't remember if we mentioned it last week on the podcast, but Bob Melvin is now the manager of the San Francisco Giants moving there from San Diego. Yeah, two um, divisional rivals hire, you know, like their yeah. rivals manager. Yeah. 
So, so. moves to watch there. Stephen Vogt is named the manager of the Cleveland Guardians, replacing Terry Francona, who retired after this year. Uh, his first time manager job, he's been a coach um, for the Mariners in the past. I always liked him as a player. He was a good player. So, uh, And, you know, catchers are always some of the best managers because they're practically managing the team when they're on the field anyway. So that that coaching skill set just comes naturally to them. So Stephen Vogt, new manager of the Guardians. Carlos Mendoza gets hired by the Mets. He was the Yankees bench coach. And then uh, Ron Washington, the third base coach for the Atlanta Braves is now the manager for the Los Angeles Angels. I really like this move. Um, as a Braves fan, obviously, I'm sad to see Washington go. He was great with the Braves. I think he was a huge part of the success they've had over the past couple of years, uh, obviously, as the third base coach, but also coaching the the infielders. He's been huge in coaching those players up. And now he gets another shot at being a manager out in Los Angeles. And he was great with Texas when he was there. I mean, he took them to two World Series back-to-back. He was one out for winning a World Series. Yeah. He was yeah, twice. So he was he was a great manager for Texas, and so I'm really happy to see him get another shot. Yeah, I, that's cool to see. Um, we'll see. He might get a bad hand. I mean, yeah, it's going to be um, tough. Next year. It's interesting they hired Ron Washington. Um, to me, he seems like a developmental guy more than a, like, win-now guy. Yeah. I don't know. You're, like, you know more. Like, it was – they brought Washington to develop Atlanta's young core. Is that a signal of their – the angels changing philosophies. I mean, they're, I don't know. And I might be missing this and they might, you know, think Ron's the short term kind of guy to get, you know, get it done. But it, it seems like Ron Washington style was in Texas where they kind of built and developed a team and won. And same kind of thing in Atlanta when he was the third base coach, he was, you know, very hands-on with the development of Ozzy Albies, Jr., you know, Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Freeman, you know, Dansby, it it it, it just seemed it a little alert went off, and I I said the bold prediction Mike Trout gets traded. I feel yep. a little better about it after this move. I, I I don't know about you. I don't. I mean, I I think like the Angels aren't really in win now mode. I mean, they're probably going to lose Otani over the off season. They could very well trade Mike Trout. They don't really have the the team to win now, so I don't think that that's the mentality they have bringing Wash in. I think that he's going to, you know, I think, I mean, he's, he's kind of old too. He's in, he's 70 years old. Um, so who knows how long he's going to coach, but I don't see it being, you know, a one year turnaround. I could be wrong. They, I mean, they could surprise us all, but I just don't see that happening. So I think he's more of a, a long-term kind of guy to build this team up and get them back to success. Uh, other news that happened this week, we had the awards finalists of the big four awards, MLB, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, and Manager of the Year. Uh, go through those real quick. For National League Manager of the Year, it's Council, Skip Schumacher, and Brian Snicker. For American League, it's Bruce Bochy, Kevin Cash, and Brandon Hyde. American League Cy Young is Garrett Cole, Kevin Gaussman, and Sonny Gray. National League Cy Young nominees are Zach Gallen, Blake Snell, and Logan Webb. The NL Rookie of the Year nominees, Corbin Carroll, James Outman, and Kodai Senga. The AL finalists are Tanner Bibby, Kristen Casas, or Tristan Casas, and Gunnar Henderson. The American League uh, MVP nominees are Shohei Otani, Corey Seager, and Marcus Simeon, two from the Rangers there. And National League MVP, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman, two from the Dodgers there. 
any of those stand out to you as a surprise or uh, I guess any of those are a, a runaway favorite that you think is absolutely going to win? Uh, yeah. Shoya Tani's going to win MVP. Of course. Lock that in. Yeah. <laughs> That's the runaway. <laughs> um, no, not ri- really. Um, off the top of my head. Um, I, I couldn't really think of anyone else that, that fit maybe, um yeah I I really can't think of it I feel like with the Cy Young races they're not that exciting this year yeah, it's uh you Garrett know Cole and Blake Snell right yeah like I, I picked them all already or I guessed it, it you know Garrett Cole is definitely gonna win it but Kevin Gossman and Sonny Gray like those aren't real big names um I mean obviously they had good years to get nominated for the award but yeah, it could have been two Yankees know. pitchers. Then you look at the National League. I think I think it's I mean, it could be Zach Gallen. He's the favorite to me, but Blake Snell had a great year also. And then Logan Webb. I'm he was sure the, he had Blake a fine Snell year, was the but... player's winner. So well, for... all right. I he mean, was. Uh, that's a fact. All of them coming from the National League West, though, Diamondbacks, Padres, and Giants. Um oh, this is the one thing. Uh Ellie De La Cruz not making rookie of the year. I yeah. did think he played enough games to be qualified. Because when he came up, what, July? Yeah, I think he came up around sometime in June or July. So it's not enough. But then he also, didn't he get hurt at some point? He was out for a couple games. Yeah, because I think Judge, the same thing kind of happened with Judge. He came up in June, July, and then he won Rookie of the Year the next year. Yeah. Like, I think, um, because, what? I know Gunner, like, Casas played some last year for Boston. And I know Carroll played the whole year. Gun Gunny Gunner Henderson played the whole year. Yeah. Like I think you have to play X amount of games. That's the only someone commented on that on that post I made. And I said, I said, I don't think he played enough games. If he did qualify, then Ellie De La Cruz should be considered. But I think it's gonna yeah. be Corbin Carroll. I think Corbin Carroll runs away with that one. And then the American League, Casas had a great year, but it's gonna be Gunner Henderson. Uh, yeah. The manager of the year, National League, it's I think, gotta be probably oh. Schumacher. I mean, he took the Marlins yeah. to the playoffs, so that's great. But It'd be ironic if it was Craig Council. <laughs> uh, I mean, American Dwayne, League. The last time I remember that happening was Dwayne Casey, one coach of the year for the Raptors, and then was the Pistons coach the next yeah. year, but he got fired <laughs> because he got swept by LeBron in the second round. But I've never seen a coach like this happen. So Yeah. Uh, American League Manager of the Year. I know you think it's Brandon Hyde, and he's got a very good case. Bo- Bruce Bochy has a very good case for it as well. And I know you don't yeah, look at postseason stuff it's the for O's. this award. He led the O's the best record in baseball. Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably lean towards him, but I don't, I don't know. Bochy had a really good year also, so it could go to I agree, but this is a regular season award, and who had the better regular season by a lot? The Orioles, yeah. yeah. Uh, American League MVP, I agree with you. It's going to be Otani, and then National League, it's going to be Acuna. Betts had a great year. Freeman had a great year, but it's going to be Acuna running away with that one. So that yeah, is all, the... Uh, they all feel kind of certain. At this yeah, point. pretty much. Those are the award finalists that will be announced, I think, in early December. Silver Slugger winners were just announced today. We'll go through those real quick before we get to some free agent news or predictions. Uh, in the American League, at first base, it's Yandy Diaz. Second base, Marcus Simeon. Shortstop, Corey Seager. Third base is Rafael Devers. Outfielders are Kyle Tucker, Julio Rodriguez, and Luis Robert. 
Catcher is Adley Rutschman. DH is Shohei Otani. Utility is Gunnar Henderson. And uh, I don't know if this is a new thing or if they've done this before, but the Silver Slugger Team Award goes to the Texas Rangers. In the National League, first base is Matt Olson. Second base, Luis Arise. Shortstop, Francisco Lindor. Third base, Austin Riley. The outfielders are Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, and Juan Soto. Catcher is William Contreras. DH is Bryce Harper. Utility is Cody Bellinger. And the Team Silver Slugger Award is the Atlanta Braves. Uh, some interesting things there. You got Matt Olson at first base, even though Freddie Freeman is an MVP finalist. You got Bryce Harper at DH, even though I thought he played first base most of the year. Yeah, no real surprises. Surprises. That's surprises. a great That's word. a new one. Surprises uh, on the list. All right. I wish Judge made it because if you just didn't play enough games, like if you take Judge's numbers and put them out into all season, they're really good. He had a great year. I mean, he's the, he's the best. He's the best. Still the best hitter in baseball. So. And I'm biased, but he basically hit 30 home runs in what 40, what is it, 60 games this year? So, yeah, he had a great year. Uh, so that's all the award stuff going on. Um, the big four awards will be announced later on this year, but something that could happen before then is some free agent signings. I hope it happens before then. Last year was a oh. pretty early pretty early uh active free agency so I'll, i hope that we'll get some news coming up soon brian cashman spoke this week by the way one of the oh. quotes from it he said i think we're pretty effing he said the full word good personally um i just quote tweeted that with the uh tim robinson you sure about that you sure <laughs> about you sure about that but how see so how Steinbrenner also spoke to the media this week and said that he, their team is going to be active this offseason. So. Yeah, he, Cashman said they needed two outfielders, preferably left-handed. He adds, uh, he adds that they need to figure out the Pereza Torres situation, and that they needed to get Stan up and running. Um, so Keith was it Keith Law who writes this article? Uh, was it Keith Law that did the bold prediction? Let me look at it. What's the Japanese pitcher's name? Yamamoto. All right. Jim Bowden boldly predict that the Yankees sign him to a seven-year, $211 million deal, and they land three-time All-Star Juan Soto. So I quote-tweeted that Cashman tweet with the Soto gift. So. I mean, you never know. But we'll get predictions about him in a second. Uh, Yeah. That's Let's a tease. It. Let's dive right. into it. Top you, top free agents. Do you want me to say the names? Season. Yeah, you, you do it. Sweet. All right. Number one. Here's a shocker. It's Shohei Otani. Yeah. Obviously, he All is right. the number one overall. I think we've given this prediction before. We have. But, but can go again. Over again. I think he's going to hop in a plane at LAX. And then get off the plane because he doesn't need to use it. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a Los Angeles Dodger. That is a very good pick. I obviously it could happen, but I still think he's gonna end up shocking everybody and going to Seattle. I just think that they have a really talented young team. They need to make big moves if they want to get over this hump and start, you know, regularly making the postseason and competing uh in the postseason. 
and I think that he's going to get him there. His projected contract is 12 years, $520 million. Holy crap. I don't think that it'll actually be that. I think it'll probably be a little shorter with maybe, you know, really high annual value. Yeah, so 70 mil a year annual value. Yeah, I think it'll be super high annual value, but a shorter deal. So, could be like, what? Where's my phone? Let's do some quick math. What if it's like eight for five sixty? I mean, yeah, could That's do that. Eight years, seventy mil a year. Still, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's even going to be an eight-year deal. I mean, he's he's four hundred million. His second Tommy John surgery. That's true. So, like, how much do you really? But you think risk? about like you basically, you basically, it's like Ichiro. Like you sign him, you not just like your fan pace basically becomes an addition. Like, I know we're about to talk about another great Japanese player, but Otani is the face of it. And, you know, you sign him, you're also signing, like, from a monetary point of view, you're adding basically, like, almost a whole country of the worth of a fan base. And it's a country that loves baseball just as much, like, as cool, like, just as much as, you know, maybe even more than most Americans. Yeah. So... All right, number two, uh, Aaron Nola, current pitcher for the Phillies, had a really good postseason. Um, you know, obviously a really good 2022. Uh, he did give up uh, his most home runs this year. Uh, where where do you think he ends up? Do you think he stays in Philadelphia? I don't. I think he leaves. Um, I'm going to let you know for every – starting pitcher that we see on this list i'm gonna hope that they end up in atlanta uh Don't i think, think it will happen i think they're gonna get one they get, they have to get a big name starting pitcher this offseason i know uh, who they're gonna i think i know who they're gonna, but who i'm gonna guess for them i don't think it'll be nola i i don't i mean there's so many teams that could use starting pitching literally any team um i think the red sox I was thinking that I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go San Francisco. Okay. I think I think Noel is a Cali kid, right? Off the top of my head. Uh that is a good question. He he is. Oh uh, no, he's from Bat Baton Rouge. So oh. never mind. Thinking of someone else. Uh but I, I I will go with San Francisco. Okay. All right. Uh, you just mentioned Yamamoto. He's gonna get posted. Um, his projected contract, seven years, $203 million. Um, he is, he's won the last three Cy Youngs in Japan and, uh, been a two-time Pacific league MVP. Um, so he's only 25. So, uh, he, he's going to get posted, I think this week. So, all right. A team signing Yamamoto will be subjected to a posting fee paying 20% of the first $25 million, 17.5% of the next $25 million, and 15% of anything over $50 million. So that means, like, whatever they pay him, they have to pay that posting fee yeah. percentage. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. He's already in pinstripes. Let's keep <laughs> him in pinstripes with the most iconic pinstripes. 
Yeah, he's I I'm putting it in the universe. Okay. He because I'm not getting my hopes up about the the Japanese superstar because if Otani ended up with the Yankees, I'd cry. <laughs> but Yamamoto, just just get Matsui, hit him up, say, buddy, let's do this. Come, you can rock my five five, and we can dominate. We can you can win a title like I did in New York. And he signs to the Yankees. Could happen. I feel like anytime there's a big, you know, star from Japan that comes over, it's the the Yankees are always in the conversation. But Tanaka, I feel like, yeah, yeah, I, you know, get get yeah. get the point Tanaka going. I love you, Tanaka. Play off Tanaka. But I think they like to, uh, you know, a lot of them like to stay on the West Coast. And so I'm going with San Francisco for Yamamoto. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, San Francisco has got to get somebody. You had you had him getting Nola. I've got him getting Yamamoto. All right. Uh, now we're leaving pitchers. Cody Bellinger, resurgent year this year. Obviously struggled his last two years in L.A. Um. This is uh this is an interesting you know the Cubs made a really good move by by signing him he opts out his contract he's still you know twenty eight years old or is about to enter his twenty eight year twenty eight season like he's still really young and this is a former MVP who was you know had a four point one WAR this year twenty six homers um on base plus slugging about one thirty three uh he play he can play center he can play first um. And where where do you do you think he stays in Chicago? Do you where where do you think he uh, ends up? I think if you're the Cubs and you go all in by bringing Craig Council in as your manager, you gotta you can't let a player like Cody Bellinger walk away. So I think they have to bring him back. Uh, and I think I think they do. So I think he ends up staying in Chicago this year. Uh you know, I don't know that I really believe in him because he's had some really good years, including this year and his MVP year, but he's had some really bad years. So he he kind of fluctuates. And right now, obviously, he's trending up. But how long is he going to stay playing at this level? So I don't think he's going to get a huge deal, even though he just had a great year. But I do think he's going to end up in Chicago on a pretty sizable contract. So I really think, really want the Yankees to go after Juan Soto over Cody Bellinger. But does that mean they get rid of Jason Dominguez to get him? And I'm not sure if I want the Yankees to do that because Jason Dominguez is really freaking good. Yeah. Screw it. Yankees signed Cody Bellinger. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I have to – I they need a starting pitcher and another outfielder that's not Giancarlo Stanton. And and a left, they need a left-handed bat in their lineup, and Be- and Bellinger would fit perfectly at Yankee Stadium, where he could just pull to the short porch, just every home game. Yeah. So, as much as I want this team to get guys who can get on base, I think they'll go after Bell- Bellinger. I think they go after Soto first. I don't know if they get him. Um. So I will say Cody Bellinger, because. Okay. I think the Padres are going to be sellers because if you read the news, they had to take out a loan to cover their payroll. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. All right, next Another on the pitcher, list, Blake Snell. Uh, probably going to be the Cy Young winner. 
get his second Cy Young, be the seventh pitcher to win both in both leagues. Um, I think he ends up. I like this fit. They say best fits of L.A., San Francisco, uh, St. Louis, and Texas. I'll say he goes to the Rangers. Rangers okay. need to play, replace Jordan Montgomery. Um, and you, you, they roll out hopefully a healthy Degrom, Scherzer for a second year, and Blake Snell. You know that's a that's a pretty good threesome. Plus Evaldi still. Oh yeah, and Nathan Nathan Evaldi who just you know yeah <laughs> tore up the postseason. Like, all right, I said the Braves need to get a starting pitcher. This is the one. I think he's – I don't know if I think it or I'm hoping for it, but come to Atlanta, Blake Snell. I think that they could really use him. Uh, he's obviously been very good throughout his career. He's had some good postseason starts, uh, including that infamous World Series start back in 2020 when he got pulled way too early. But I think that he ends up in Atlanta, and he helps the Braves get back to the World Series. Interesting. All right. They got to um... get somebody. We we're gonna let's go rapid fire here. Sunny Gray. Sunny Gray. Um let's see. We're looking at the athletic on here, and the, their best fits are Atlanta, Cincinnati, Minnesota, and Texas. He's already been to Cincinnati and Minnesota. Um I I don't think he's coming to Atlanta because I think they get Blake Snell. I'd send him to Texas. You know, as you mentioned, they need someone to replace Jordan Montgomery if he leaves. I think he's going to, and I think they bring in Sonny Gray. Uh, I'll say Minnesota resigns him. Okay, uh, Matt, that'd be a good Matt, deal for them. That would be Matt Chapman. Chapman, uh, Arizona, Chicago, Detroit, Toronto are his best fits, according to the Athletic. He could stay in Toronto, uh, and I mean they have a really good young core, but, uh. Like like we said, Chicago's going all in. I think he ends up going to the Cubs. I'll say Arizona, they need to replace Evan Longoria. True. That'd so, be a good move. So I, I will, you know, I will go with Chapman. Uh all right, here we go. A couple more pitchers. Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, you know, thirty one years old for the Tigers. Where do you think he ends up? You know, if Sonny Gray leaves Minnesota. They're going to need someone to replace him. Yeah. I could also see him going to Los Angeles. Yeah, it would be ironic if he ends up on the Dodgers. He almost did. So I think, yeah, I'll say he goes to the Dodgers. He gets it done this time. I will agree with you. He goes to the Dodgers. All right. All right, a couple more. I think Josh Hader um, goes to Philadelphia. They need, what, they need is to... Kimbrell, is Kimbrell out of there after this year or what? I mean, it wouldn't hurt. I mean, yeah, Kimbrel. So that would be good. Um, I could see that. I agree with you there because I don't think any of any of the other ones are as good of a fit. So yeah, let's say. All right, buddy. Here is who I think will end up with the Atlanta Braves because I think the Atlanta Braves don't need a consistent starting pitcher. They need a guy you know is a big game pitcher. Okay. And I think he might be the bet. He might. He's one of the best big game pitchers in baseball. Even though he's thirty three, world baseball classic legend Marcus Stroman signs with the Atlanta Braves. Okay, I could see it. 
I that, could see Marcus Stroman. I mean, he was so good this year. Yeah, he had a really Chicago, good year. He had a really he good hurt. year. And he he's a guy that's such a good big game pitcher. Yeah. All right. I like that. I could see that happening. I would not be mad about that at all. All right. Uh, we, we sort of touched on this. Reese Hopkins coming off his ACL. Um, I don't think he's going to end up back in Philadelphia because he appears to have been replaced by Bryce Harper at first. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, they did say Bryce Harper is going to be their regular first baseman going forward. So I think it's going to be a team that needs to take a big swing. Milwaukee Brewers. Go they do. Brewers. Yeah, they do need to make a big move. You know, they are a team that's always in the hunt. They always make it to the postseason, but they never really have any success once they're there. They could use it. They could use a player like Reese Hoskins. He's really good, too. He's underrated. I mean, he obviously he was out all this year and Philadelphia still had a really good year, but he's an underrated player. Um, so, yeah, I could see him ending up there. All right. I'm skipping a little bit. But uh, this can be our last one. 36-year-old Clayton Kershaw. There's no way he leaves the Dodgers. There's no way. I I agree. He's going to retire a Dodger. He's going to, yeah, he's going to keep signing, you know, one-year deals if he has to, but he's going to stay there. There's no way he leaves. I agree. One, uh, now, let's do one more. Joey Votto, he... uh the Reds declined his option for next year, so he is a free agent now. Where do you think he ends up for what could be his final year? Or he, will he retire? I think he retires. I think he either ends back up on the Reds or he retires. It's possible he could sign a cheaper deal than the one that uh, that he was going to be on back in Cincinnati. But yeah, I would have a really hard time seeing him in any other uniform. So I'd have to hope that he ends up re-signing with the Reds or, like you said, retiring. So that will do it for this episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Give us your thoughts on who is going to end up where in free agency at Matkins News, at VT at Foul Ball Area. Leave us that five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Of Foul Ball Area Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.